the next very important thing that you must fight you must use to fight barrenness is you must overcome familiarity so familiarity is one of the greatest blockage of anointing and growth and development that we need so familiar familiarity is like getting too used to something uh that was good uh in the beginning maybe you can be some familiarity is good in different areas but when it comes towards someone who, or something that god has sent to bless you so familiarity is developing a negative attitude towards something or someone you should have reference for you should have respect for you should have admiration for so these people excuse me people lose their sense of admiration so yeah familiarity we must know number one it's the greatest blocker of anointing so it cuts off the anointing and anointing is important if in fighting barrenness because the anointing can be understood in this way easy way to understand is the influence of the holy spirit on us as people on things anointing yeah it's the help of the holy spirit so um jesus said without me you can do nothing where we know that with god all things are possible so once you become someone becomes familiar they block the help and the support of of god and the holy spirit on their mission and it's impossible to be fruitful without the holy spirit so yeah ministry is a spiritual thing and unless spiritual principles are obeyed the ministry dries up and barrenness is the result so Mika, Mikal is a type of barrenness in the Bible. So while our Mikal is the daughter of Saul, I will explain the story. She suffered, um, she suffered from familiarity towards her husband, and she paid the price for it by becoming barren. Many people have become barren in ministry because they are too familiar with, with the man of God. So what happened here in Second Samuel chapter six, verse twenty to twenty-three? is that David was coming, David was bringing the ark um, from Abimelech's house to his house, he's bringing the glory, um, King David, and now he's, something happened before when he wanted to bring the ark, someone died, so he now decided that this time I will bring the ark home with, with bring home with the honor that it deserves, what celebration that it deserves, so he's dancing in the street, music is playing he's making sacrifices and as he's dancing he's dancing with the normal people he's being youthful he's being emotional he's being exciting he's being adventurous he's doing what a fruitful person should should do but now the unfruitful Mikhail, his wife is sitting in their um their palace looking down at king david when people are barren they many times look down on fruitful people um that's one of the anomalies of life instead of admiring them learning from them they rather despise them so now she despised him she said when he came home now after his long days he said um as the king what have you been doing as a king you've, you've, you've been acting unbecomingly um you, the other person says you you acted disgustingly da dancing half naked in the street she was, she was yelling at them, shouting at them. And uh, David said, I will be even more disgusting. I will I will even dance more with these normal people whom you call slaves. 
Um, and then the Bible says after that, the last sentence is said, Michal never had any children. So because he, instead of respecting the king, instead of honoring the king, instead of, we all think of David as a great anointed person, a blessed person, the giant killer, the, one, the second king of Israel, we see him as for his great writing. But instead of seeing the greatness in the man, instead of seeing the king in the man, instead of seeing the God in the man, the God factor, See, rather looked at his natural person. Every man of God, every woman of God, every anointed person has a God factor on them. That's powerful. We see, I was listening about someone speaking about the rod of Moses. Uh, when God was using Moses to, to um, liberate the children of Israel out of uh, bondage in Egypt, the Bible says when God spoke to him first, God told him, what do you have in your hand? He called it. He said, I have this rod, this staff. And God said, throw it down. And it changed into a snake. We all know this. He picked it up. It became a rod again. But after that, the Bible says it is not. No, yeah, the Bible never refers to it as the rod of Moses. It rather calls it the rod of God, the stick, the rod of God. So this normal thing now has the supernatural power. So you can't look at it as the normal. You see a stick, but I mean, he used this stick when it was time for them to walk through the Red Sea. He swung the stick. He lifted the stick. When it was time for them to drink water, he hit a rock with that rod and changed into water. He did so many miracles. He struck is the, 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 the Nile River. He did so many things with that rod. It's a normal stick. You can look at the normal, ah, you are just a piece of wood. But don't forget, there's a God factor in that person. When I look at Bishop, I see a God factor. When I look at um, Papa Vincent, I see God factors. I see, when I look at the anointed person, it's like this normal person. What such faults? What such issues? How can God use them? Like that, it, it baffles my mind. My mind. It, it's the admiration you must have towards them. Like when you look at Bishop, I mean, the way he's preaching sometimes, I think it's, sometimes you think it's so unattractive to some people. But, but, but to me, I can see the God factor, the power in it. So learn to always see that factor. And, and remember that the power of God is not always on display. And that's why, I think that's one of the reasons why Satan went after God when he was in heaven. Because in the Bible says in, in Habakkuk 2, they, um, there was the hiding of his power. Meaning, when he looked at God, he, he just saw, I don't know what he saw, but he didn't, because Satan was in heaven. He didn't see the power factor. He lost his admiration for God. And then he became an enemy. And he lost out. And he's unfruitful. So, dear believer, Honor your pastor, honor your father, admire them, admire those who you, you must admire because once you admire, power is released to you. You can walk in what they have.